Hey everyone, this is Pastor Gary from Abundant Life, working from home today, like I know many of you are as well. In light of everything that's been going on, wanted to reach out and communicate just a few things about what's going on at the church and what you can expect going forward. These are crazy times, aren't they? I was just reading this morning one of the great stories of God's deliverance of His people in the Old Testament. It's found in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. And in that story, the nation of Judah finds out that a horde of enemies, three, three countries, have allied against them and are coming to attack. The king is King Jehoshaphat. And what he does, I think, is instructive for us in this season as well. He doesn't assemble the army. He doesn't get the chariots and the horses ready. He gathers everyone together and they have a big prayer meeting. And at the end of that prayer meeting, do you know what he says to God? He says, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. I think that's a good word for us today in this crazy environment that we find ourselves with this coronavirus. Just like the Israelites way back then, and just like us today, I think part of why we feel so much fear and anxiety is that when something like this happens, it reminds us that we're not in control. And even though we hate that, it's a good reminder for us because we know the one who is in control. And I think it'd be good in these moments if we could say with King Jehoshaphat, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Just a few verses later in verse 15 of 2 Chronicles 20, God says to his people, do not be afraid. Do not dismay. The battle is not yours. It's God's. That's a good word for us today. And I pray that it will encourage you as we sit in the midst of all the uncertainty that's going on in our community, in our nation, and in our world. Now, I want to talk a little bit about what's going on at the church. As many of you have hopefully seen, we have made the difficult decision to shut the church down at least through the end of March. And I just want to be clear, we are not doing that out of fear or out of a lack of faith, but that is totally driven by love. It's driven by love for you, our family, whose health and safety is of the utmost concern to us. It's also done out of love for our surrounding community who also their health and their safety is of the utmost concern to us. I also want you to know that even though the church building is gonna be closed for these weeks, we have doubled down on our cleaning efforts at the church, sanitizing particularly surfaces that are touched by human hands like doorknobs and hand railings and faucets. What can we expect going forward? We're not going to be meeting for church for at least the next three weeks. And as I'm sure a lot of you have seen, there are a lot of churches who are going to live stream services. The elders and I have elected not to do that. And let me tell you why. This is a great moment for us to stop and think about what is church. Church is not what we do on Sunday mornings. That's part of church, but church is much bigger than the service on Sunday mornings. And so we can be the church whether we gather on Sunday mornings or not. Church is not a show. And so what our hope is, is that all over the Bay Area, the ALCF family will gather in their homes with their roommates, whether your roommates are some people you met on Craigslist or the people you go to school with or the person you're married to and your kids, and study the same passage of scripture and pray through the same themes. So to that end, every week, we're going to provide you with a devotional guide that will give you a passage of scripture, will give you some questions to think about and discuss with each other, and then it will give you some guidelines for how you can pray through that passage of scripture and for the situation we find ourselves in today. We think it would be a beautiful picture of what the church is if on Sunday morning, 
all over the Bay Area, the ALCF family in their own little units, whoever that is, are working through the same passage of Scripture, hearing from God, and in return, praying back to Him. Will you join us in doing that? Additionally, our intention, as long as health and technology allows, is that I will do a short devotional like this every week on video and include some updates as they are available as to what we can continue to expect and what we're doing at the church. So that's where we find ourselves. Finally, if you would like to watch a sermon on Sunday morning, we'll direct you to some sermons that might make sense for you to watch that we've already done at Abundant Life. This week, we'll provide a link to a sermon that I just did about four weeks ago that looked at fear. And though it was preached under different circumstances, the, the points of that sermon, looking at Jesus calming the storm with his disciples, are very applicable to the situation we find ourselves in now, in this moment. The idea that storms come out of nowhere, but that God is in total control and we don't have to fear. If you'd like to watch that sermon, we'll provide a link to it as well. In the meantime, I just want to make a few comments about what we can be doing. What we can be doing as a church family and what we can be doing as Christians in the midst of this crazy uncertainty. The first is pray. There's nothing more important that we can do, whether life is normal, whatever that is, or in the midst of an epidemic like we find ourselves in right now. Pray, pray, and pray some more. Our hope is, as our routines get changed, and as a lot of us have a lot more free time or downtime at home, that this will be a season that the Abundant Life family doubles down in prayer. Please spend time praying for the church and for the family members at the church. Spend time praying for those who are sick, especially those who are the most vulnerable. Pray for our healthcare workers and for our healthcare facilities, for our government and government agencies, that they'll have wisdom as they determine the best course of action to fight this sickness. Pray for your communities, pray for your neighborhoods, and most of all, I would ask that you would pray that the gospel of Jesus Christ will shine brightly into the darkness of this circumstance. The second thing you can do in these days is love other people well. Seasons, seasons like this, historically, the church has shined. And it is my great hope and prayer that this will be another season where the church of Jesus Christ shines. Reach out to people, especially people in our church who you know who are older or who have pre-existing conditions. Reach out to them and ask how they are doing. Check in on people. Check in on your neighbors and your coworkers. You may even want to take time on Sunday morning to walk through your apartment building or your neighborhood and pray over it. Go with a Bible in one hand and Clorox sanitizing wipes in the other. We can love people well in this season and we can show them that we do not have the same fear that the world has. The last thing that I just want to mention, I know that a lot of you, part of your worship is through giving and we are so grateful for that. Even though we won't be meeting together for at least the next few weeks, I want to remind you that you can continue to worship through giving on our website, through our ALCF app, or even through text. I would encourage you to continue to do that if you are able. As I wrap this up, I want to read a prayer that I saw earlier today. My wife actually saw it on social media. And though there's a lot of crummy stuff on social media, there's some good stuff too. And I thought that this prayer really encompassed the tension that we find ourselves in right now where this coronavirus, this COVID-19 issue is going to hit different people in different stages of life 
in very different ways. And I think it will be healthy for us to be reminded of that. This is what it says. May we who are merely inconvenienced remember those whose lives are at stake. May we who have no risk factors remember those most vulnerable. May we who have the luxury of working from home remember those who must choose between preserving their health or making their rent. May we who have the flexibility to care for our children when their schools close remember those who have no options. May we who have to cancel our trips remember those who have no safe place to go. May we who are losing our margin money in the tumult of the economic market remember those who have no margin at all. May we who settle in for a quarantine at home remember those who have no home. As fear grips our country, let us choose love. During this time when we cannot physically wrap our arms around each other, let us yet find ways to be the loving embrace of God to our neighbor. Amen. Jesus told us to expect stuff like this to happen. In John chapter 16, verse 33, he says, In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. We don't have to fear. Things may get worse before they get better, but take heart because we know the one who has overcome the world. You are loved, you are prayed for, and we'll keep you updated.